welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the April 28, 2023 Friday reading of the Ark Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. Today, we will be reading the following main articles. OEDIT Action grants support 27 economic development initiatives across rural Colorado from La Junta to Hugo, Chafee County to Grand Junction, written by Jan Wundra. Let Freedom Read, written by Jan Wundra. Access improvements to be made on U.S. 50 between Poncha Springs and Maysville, written by Arc Valley Voice staff. And Governor to Sign School Safety Bills into Law Today, also written by Arc Valley Voice staff. 2023 SDCEA Board of Directors election to be held by mail or online, written by Arc Valley Voice staff, and SDCEA Board elections looming as our candidate forums, written by Arc Valley Voice staff, and following up with miscellaneous articles. We begin with the first article, OEDIT Action Grants Support 27 Economic Development Initiatives Across Rural Colorado from La Junta de Hugo, Chafee County to Grand Junction. This posted by Jan Wundra. The Chafee County Economic Development Corporation is one of the grant recipients. Today, the Business Funding and Incentives Division of the Colorado Office of Economic Development and International Trade, OEDIT, and the Economic Development Council of Colorado, EDCC, announced 27 recipients of Economic Development Organization, EDO, action grants. The Chafee County Economic Development Corporation is one of the grant recipients, receiving a $40,000 one-time grant. These one-time grants support initiatives that seek to strengthen and diversify local economies across the state, especially outside of the Front Range and metro areas. By supporting local economic development efforts across Colorado, these EDO action grants further the state's commitment to build and sustain a strong Colorado economy that works for everyone, in particular our rural communities, said OEDIT Executive Director Eve Lieberman. We look forward to celebrating the milestones these communities reach as a result of these grants. Grant funding was made available by the Colorado General Assembly through a directed one-time incremental appropriation to OEDIT in the 2022 Long Bill, House Bill 22-1329. The bill specified, quote, It is the General Assembly's intent that $1 million of this appropriation be used to support local economic development organizations throughout the state with a preference toward those serving rural regions of the state, close quote. The EDO Action grants provide $25,000 to $40,000 to EDOs in 22 counties across the state. Among the funding and projects announced today are leadership development and business accelerator programs, 
workforce development initiatives to connect Coloradans to job opportunities, and business expansion and retention programs. Thirteen of the 27 recipients support historically under-resourced businesses, including minority, veteran, and women-owned businesses. Funding opportunities like the EDO Action Grant boost the capacity of local economic development organizations to complete projects that grow the local economy and make it easier to secure future funding, said EDCC's Executive Director Kim Woodworth. We're pleased to support so many EDOs across the state through this important funding opportunity. OEDIT received 85 applications from EDOs across the state. A total of $950,000 in one-time grants was awarded. The selection committee composed of representatives from OEDIT, the EDCC, the Colorado Economic Development Commission, EDC, and the Department of Local Affairs, DOLA, sought to equitably distribute the funding across the state with an emphasis on EDOs located in rural or economically distressed counties. The grant recipients are Alamosa County Chamber of Commerce, $30,000, This project will support the expansion of the Leadership Alamosa program. Over the past year, this new program far exceeded expectations, and as such, the Alamosa County Chamber of Commerce requested EDO Action Grant funding to expand programming and cover expenses for the trainer, with scholarships to support minority leader participation, which is the target market for this program. At the conclusion of the program, participants will propose and execute a viable project to address community needs. Asian Chamber of Commerce Colorado, $40,000. The Asian Chamber of Commerce Colorado will focus this funding to expand support provided to and to identify additional Asian American Pacific Islander, AAPI, small business needs and challenges. The grant initiative will support providing additional culturally competent one-to-one -one business counseling sessions and fostering increased connections. Additionally, the organization will use grant funds to conduct resource fairs and training workshops to meet AAPI businesses and workforce needs. Chafee County Economic Development Corp., $40,000. The Chafee County Economic Development Corporation, CCEDC, will focus grant funding to support the third year of their successful eight-week Ascent Accelerator program, which began with seed funding from a DOLA-REDI grant. Funding will additionally support related programming to include an Archangels Investor Group, Mentor Network, Curriculum, Training, Community Building Events, and talent pipeline efforts to drive their initiative to grow Chafee County's year-round economy and support rural entrepreneurs. Denver Economic Development and Opportunity, DEDO, City and County of Denver, $40,000. Grant funding will advance the DEDO Business Development Division's new Legacy Business Program, LBP, with a marketing and public engagement strategy to encourage program participation by historically under-resourced businesses, HUBs, and create recognition and visibility for legacy businesses. 
preserving small, neighborhood-serving businesses that contribute to the characteristics and authenticity of their surrounding community that hold cultural significance is essential for community wealth-building and entrepreneurship. Eagle Economic Vitality Foundation, $35,540. The Eagle Economic Vitality Foundation, a nonprofit arm of the Eagle Chamber of Commerce, will offer a computer training program focused on connecting local citizens seeking new employment opportunities with local businesses. The program will help job seekers both search and apply for employment online. The program focuses on local Hispanic adults and will offer basic, intermediate, and advanced classes. First Southwest Community Fund, $40,000. The First Southwest Community Fund will leverage the EDO Action Grant with matching funds to hire a new technical assistance TA provider who will work to support rural, under-resourced entrepreneurs and minority-owned business owners to start, grow, or expand their small business. Fremont County Economic Development Corporation, $40,000. The Fremont County Economic Development Corporation, FEDC, will develop a campaign to research, identify, and support historically under-resourced business opportunities and remove obstacles to business success in rural Fremont County through their economic homesteading model that champions collective entrepreneurial support and community. This is in alignment with the FEDC's Rural Reboot, a strategic plan to support and attract historically under-resourced people and businesses, and slowly building a culture of diversity. Grand Junction Economic Partnership, $31,600. This project will expand the Grand Junction Economic Partnership's proactive business recruitment efforts by increasing strategic prospect engagement through attending new trade shows, events, conferences, and marketing efforts with a goal to achieve 50 new prospects in 2023. Warfano County Economic Development, Inc., $37,966. The Warfano County Economic Development, Inc., HCED, is launching a pop-up retail business incubator and makerspace to ignite the retail sector of the economy, and excite community makers. The project will house pop-ups in a retail space on Main Street in Walsenburg with a maker space nearby. Hugo Main Street, $40,000. This program would expand the Hugo Main Street's homegrown facade improvement program, directly supporting Main Street district businesses and including technical assistance support. Sales improvements are expected to be sustained for several years, and these improvements should attract new businesses and additional shoppers to the target area. Jeffco EDC, $40,000. This project seeks to build a structure to provide enhanced support to businesses by creating a resource mapping and digital platform to benefit all businesses across Jefferson County. This solution will provide better connectivity to address current and future business needs with an emphasis on connection to underserved businesses. La Junta Economic Development, City of La Junta, $33,000. 
the current City of La Junta website is not conducive to doing business with the municipality. This project focuses on developing a website that is easy, easily navigable and efficient, integrated to encompass all divisions, ADA compliance, multilingual users, and business relevant. Lincoln County Economic Development Corps, $25,000. Lincoln County EDC plans to use grant funds to increase small business community outreach through meetings, promotions, and events that foster small business support and success with focus on sustainability. Main Street Steamboat Springs, $34,950. This project will support a business retention and expansion program to identify, engage, assess, and connect businesses in downtown Steamboat Springs, largely startups and sole proprietors, to support their needs through state, federal, and local economic development partnerships and programming. The Main Street Steamboat Springs program will develop a scalable system to track businesses and grow a database to support economic development programming. Mancos Valley Chamber of Commerce and Visitors Center, $29,000. This initiative will support under-resourced Mancos Creative Industries with business workshops and maximize a series of annual destination events with high retail sales potential strengthening the community's brand and draw as a creative community. Mikasa Resource Center, $40,000. Business Pathways serves low-income women and minority-owned businesses in Denver Metro. This funding will help expand the program, which offers consulting, access to capital, and training for businesses in all stages to the Tri-Cities Corridor of Littleton, Englewood, and Sheridan. Montezuma County, $26,000. Montezuma County will create a countywide business prospectus in print and online to assist in retaining and recruiting businesses to the county. The project will include pages for each municipality and the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe. Montrose Economic Development Corps, $37,400. Montrose Economic Development Corporation seeks to create an active local manufacturing group to support the more than 35 manufacturing companies in Montrose. The group will meet regularly to share ideas, discuss challenges, and find solutions. This is a partnership with Colorado Mesa University, CMU, which will help inform manufacturing companies about CMU training programs and identify new programs to meet manufacturing workforce needs. Pagosa Springs Community Development Corps, $33,000. Funding will be used to work with Pueblo Community College and Workforce Centers to develop a workforce and upskilling program to address worker shortages. Prairie Rose Development Corps, $25,000. Grant funds to support Colorado Kiva loan requests from women and minority-owned, as well as rural-based small businesses falling short of their public Kiva target goals by $1,000 or less. Southwest Colorado Accelerator Program for Entrepreneurs, SCAPE, $30,000. 
to expand activities with a digital program library designated for businesses to access resources on demand and at their own pace to find relevant education with quicker access to mentors and pre-seed funding. Region 9 Economic Development District of Southwest Colorado, $25,000. To allow Region 9 to hire additional staff to coordinate area governments in their readiness for last-mile connectivity to ensure that each community's specific broadband needs are met. Investing in expanding broadband coordination efforts will help strengthen existing businesses, diversify local economies, and incentivize additional business and entrepreneur investment. The East Central Council of Governments and Prairie Development Corps, $40,000. Grant funds will be used to hire a new full-time employee to assist with the implementation of Comprehensive Economic Development Strategies, CEDS, loans, grant writing, and new programming. Town of San Luis, $36,544. This initiative will expand staff capacities to strategically manage economic business and entrepreneurial development programming and key property assets needed to support economic vitality in San Luis. Economic development initiatives have been thriving in the area, and the town is receiving grants and other support to focus on business attraction and expansion, entrepreneurial incubation, commercial property activation, and small-scale manufacturing in 2023 and beyond. West End Economic Development Corporation, $40,000, WEEDC, will use this grant money to continue and expand its Recruiting From Within campaign to address workforce needs and specifically increase consulting hours and opportunities for participants in the apprenticeship program. Western Colorado Business Development, doing business as Business Incubator Center, $40,000. To increase capacity and efficiencies for an existing, shared-use, 2,500-square-foot commercial kitchen incubator program utilized by businesses in the food industry, there is demand for services that is not being met. Yuma County Economic Development, $40,000, to hire a consultant to support grant writing and reporting to align with economic development priorities to increase programming and opportunities in housing, infrastructure, tourism, and community development. This would be seed money, while the organization looks for another source to sustain a grant writer for the long term. That story, OEDIT Action Grants, support 27 economic development initiatives across rural Colorado, from La Junta de Hugo, Chafee County, to Grand Junction. And next up, Let Freedom Read, this by Jan Wundra. There's more to the story, as requests to ban books up 1,100% nationally since 2020. This is officially National Library Week. If you're like millions of American families, public libraries are at the center of your family activities. If you're someone who considers the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution to be a sacred trust between our government and the people, the news this week from the American Library Association is grim. 
To mark Banned Book Week, the American Library Association, ALA, released the list of the top 10 most challenged books in the U.S. on Monday, April 24th, along with its full State of America's Libraries report, this outtake by CBS News. Their report on the rise in censorship efforts is stark. The efforts to pull titles from library shelves and block what the rest of us can read are accelerating. In 2020, there were only 200 books on that banned request list. In 2022, there were attempts to restrict access to 1,651 book titles. By April 2023, there have been requests across the 50 states to ban a record number of 2,571 book titles. That is a spike of 1,100% in just two years. Did we somehow become more prolific writers? Were book publishers so desperate for titles they accepted anything? That is doubtful. In fact, a new report issued by PEN America documents the rapid rise of school book banning requests. During the first half of the 2022-23 school year, PEN America's Index of School Book Bans lists 1,477 instances of individual books banned, affecting 874 unique titles. This represents an increase from the prior six months, from January to June 2022, in which 1,149 instances of book banning were recorded. Many of the books targeted by bans touch on race or LGBTQ issues. Books that focus on LGBTQ or black characters have been targeted most often, the association said, with Maya Kobabi's Gender Queer, the most frequently challenged book in the country. Those who seek to determine what is appropriate reading material for all, and darn, let's ignore the First Amendment and its legal protections for freedom of speech, are causing bitter rifts on school and library boards. The organized effort is spreading across the country through social media and political campaigns. Over the course of the past two years, the book banning effort now crosses 37 states. In some places, such as in the entire state of Missouri, public libraries have been threatened by politicians and community members with a loss of funding for their refusal to remove constitutionally protected book titles. While a vocal minority stokes the flames of controversy around books, the vast majority of people across the nation are using life-changing services that public and school libraries offer, wrote ALA President Lessa Kananiopua Paleo Lozada in the annual report. Our nation cannot afford to lose the library workers who lift up their communities and safeguard our First Amendment freedom to read. The book banning momentum has become much more organized, more divisive, and more ideological. Organized groups use social media and political campaigns, focused morality and wokeness fear tactics, a new conservative term for anything deemed culturally threatening. While in the past a single book might have been the topic of objections, now libraries are receiving long lists of books with demands to remove titles, especially books with themes related to the LGBTQ plus community and to race. 
The effort to control the information the rest of us read and consume doesn't stop with books. Members of the Proud Boys, an extremist right-wing group, Paragons of Virtue, several of whose members are currently on trial for their role in the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, showed up to protest at a school board meeting in Illinois, where book access was on the agenda. They have appeared at drag queen story hours in the South and in California. But other new organizations with innocent-sounding names are exerting conflict. The Moms for Liberty group, which is neither made up of all moms nor does it stand for constitutionally defined liberty, announced this week that it has 115,000 members in 275 chapters in 45 states. Their power move? We endorsed candidates in 500-plus public school board races. What they don't add, many of those candidates didn't even have children in public schools. But that doesn't stop them from their conservative goal of telling schools and other parents what should be taught to their children. The American Library Association, ALA, is the oldest and largest library association in the world, with 49,727 members as of 2021. A nonprofit organization based in the United States, it promotes libraries and library education internationally. Its theme for National Library Week 2023, There's More to the Story, focuses on the essential services and programming that libraries offer through and beyond books. And that's all we have time for. Thank you for joining us for the Arc Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.